What is going on guys and welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. Today we have hit episode 10, a big milestone in the journey so far. It doesn't feel like I've done 10 episodes if I'm completely honest but uh, looking back now it's fair to say we've had a good few guests on, um, a good few solo episodes as well and we're starting to build deeper into this podcast journey and I'm excited to keep taking you on it. We've got some more guests lined up and assure there will be a lot more value and education added to the podcast episodes. So last week I spoke about my move to Dubai, kind of spoke about why I'm doing it. Um, We're now five days away from the move. It's next Wednesday that I'm going to be flying there, recording this on a Friday. So we're really starting to uh, to chip away at the time that I've actually got left in the UK. Um, As you can imagine, there is a lot of uh, plates spinning at the moment, things that need to get done, deadlines that need to be met. And this has led me to become quite stressed. I'm not going to lie. I do get stressed every now and then anyway, just naturally running a business, as you can imagine. And obviously trying to do this kind of stuff as well, it can can lead me to uh, a bit of unwanted stress. But I've kind of got to a stage now where I know how to manage it. Um, And I think that's super important. I think we should all have mechanisms that we can use if we do start to become a bit stressed in life. And I thought today would be a fantastic episode to actually run you through how to manage stress because... It is important that you try to understand when you get stressed and what you can do to help kind of mitigate the stress and potentially stop it from coming back as well. And maybe start to kind of restructure your day and restructure your habits so you can manage the stressful situations that life throws at us at times. So what is stress to start off with? Now, stress is typically when we start to feel under pressure, we start to feel threatened, and it usually happens when we're in a situation that we don't feel we can manage or we can control. That tends to be kind of what stress comes down to. Now, when we do get stressed, what happens is we release something called cortisol. This is our stress hormone. Now, cortisol isn't just bad, just to give you a bit of a science lesson before we get into the podcast. Cortisol is needed in small doses, like when we wake up in the morning, like when we're put into an unpleasant situation, like a fight or flight situation, like if we were to be held at knife point or something. Cortisol is a hormone that our body needs to release. The problem is when cortisol starts to rise too high, that's when it becomes an issue, when we start to produce too much of it. And this is what leads us to becoming stressed. This is what leads us to potentially an increase in body fat, slowing down your metabolism, inflammation, and typically cravings of bad foods and things like carbs. This is quite common when we get super stressed, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. A lot of people also go down the route of drinking alcohol, potentially drugs, which is really something we want to avoid. Um, You know, whatever the kind of addiction or mechanism is, that is typically what we'll gravitate towards when we get stressed. So it really is something that we want to be trying to avoid. What also happens when we get stressed is we do start to become more insulin resistant as well. Now, the problem is when we start to produce too much insulin is that again is going to shut off our fat fat loss reserves. It's going to kind of stop us from losing body fat to a certain extent. And also means we're going to be more prone to storing body fat. So high insulin and high cortisol, they are two hormones we really do uh, want to not be seeing kind of get too high because they can start to cause problems. So what can we do to actually manage stress? That's kind of what I wanted to touch on in terms of today's podcast. I'm going to run you through my kind of top three mechanisms for managing stress Um, and hopefully this is something that you guys can take some value from. So the first thing I would say is very simply just exercise, eat well, live a good lifestyle, live a healthy lifestyle. 
That is the easiest way you can mitigate stress. Okay, exercise has got so many benefits beyond just the physical side of things of you know wanting to look a little bit leaner, wanting to wear your clothes a little bit better. It will make you feel so much better from a psychological standpoint as well, from a mental standpoint. So it's so important to keep your exercise routine in place. Um, when I get stressed, one of the first things I'll do is either go to the gym, get a really, really, really good session in, um, or I will just go out and get some steps in, uh, go for a walk, you know, whatever that might be. It makes a massive difference. So instead of kind of gravitating towards the biscuit tin or, you know, the can of beer, whatever that might be, go for a walk, do some exercise. I always feel so much better. I think so much clearer as soon as I've gone off and gone for a walk and got some good steps in or something like that. So that's the first thing I would say. And it's exactly the same with your nutrition as well. Okay. You really are what you eat from uh, that mental standpoint as well in terms of good quality food is going to lead you to good thoughts and just genuinely feeling much better. So if you start pumping in bad food, lots of refined carbohydrates and crappy uh, crappy foods in general takeaways that kind of stuff when you get stressed typically you're going to feel even worse okay like i know when i eat something like a domino's which i haven't done now for probably probably a good year or so that starts to lead me to getting really bad brain fog i feel a bit crap and i, and I genuinely start to think negatively and it starts to lead me to become quite stressed in terms of how i think so i think you've got to be really careful of the foods that you're consuming okay and that's just a general rule of thumb but if you are getting stressed don't pump yourself full of crap foods you need to make sure you're in good quality single food ingredients um you know whole foods that are going to make you feel going to make you perform well and give you lots of energy um and just to add to that as well in terms of a lifestyle perspective get better sleep that is the one thing that people really just don't do like people get stressed and then they start to stay up later they start to think too much about you know the problems they're having and will work more if it's a work-related issue nothing ever gets better if you're not getting enough sleep guys i tell you that now you have to make sure you prioritize your sleep routine so you should be aiming for you know minimum of six hours if not hopefully seven seven and a half that should really be your kind of gold standard in terms of sleep now, i've had conversations with clients before that have either been super stressed or their weight's been stalling, um, you know, and we looked at their work routine, we've looked at their sleep routine and we've realized that they're, you know, they're working too much, they're doing stuff late into the evening or they're just simply not sleeping enough. And as soon as we have fixed that problem, they have started to drop weight and they've started to feel better, they've started to have more energy and everything kind of clicks into place. So the best way to manage your stress is really just to get better lifestyle choices in place from from your exercise, from the stuff you put in your mouth, from drinking enough water and just getting better sleep. Okay, so all these lifestyle choices are just going to be super important. So that's my first point. Secondly, is talk to more people. Okay, this is an absolutely huge one. And I've learned from this as well, because there has been times I've been stressed and I haven't spoke up about it. Um, you know, and that's never served me well. So you have to talk to people. This goes down to having a good boardroom. Okay, what do I mean by that? This is something I've learned from uh, one of the mentorships that I joined, which it was very much geared towards uh, mental performance, uh, TMP, shout out to them. And they talk about having a strong boardroom. Okay, so this is just people around you, your friends and family that you can rely on. Okay, so you need to really think about who those people are. What role do they play in your life? This could be your parents, this could be your friends, this could be your coaches. You know, I'm sure I'm sure that I'm going to be in a lot of people's boardrooms, but I should be anyway. Okay, so you need to really think about those people around you that can help. Okay, if you get stressed, who is it you can turn to? And it's always going to depend on what that problem is as well. Okay, you can't just turn to, I don't know, your parents if it's, I don't know, like a, a relationship issue or something like that. You might want to go to a friend for that. It really depends on what the, the problem is that's, that's causing you to become stressed. 
okay like if it's a work related problem for me then you know i've got people that i know that i can turn to okay i will never ever just let this bottle up okay i'll always make sure that if i'm stressed because of the business or something like that i will make sure i go up and speak to someone about it because i've got people um that are around me that can help me and provide me with a solution and often that will get rid of the stress it will help with the stress you know i always put a game plan in place and just you'd be so surprised that you know how much people can actually help and the inputs from other people um if you have the right people in your boardroom okay so make sure that you uh, you know, make a list of your friends, your family, the coaches you're working with, whatever that might be, and just have these people to be able to go and talk to you when things do get hard, because this will be an absolute game changer for you, okay? So talk to people and use your boardroom if you've got one, which everybody should, okay? Point number three, write stuff down. This is probably one of the life-changing hacks that I can give to you guys. Write stuff down if you get stressed. What is it that's causing you to become stressed? Okay, what is it that's causing you to become overwhelmed? Okay, often people get into this complete state of paralysis by analysis. Okay, so they've got so much, you know, that they're looking at and contemplating, and and so many people that you know they're trying to listen to at once, and they get completely paralyzed with their thoughts. So if we can write stuff down and start to actually journal, it makes a huge difference. And again, relating this back to myself. This has been the biggest hack for me over the last couple of weeks because there has been so much on my plate with regards to this move, you know, just generally stuff that's kind of been going on in my life recently. And from working again closely with the TMP team, um, we've been journaling a lot. We've been writing stuff down. I've, I've made spider diagrams like I used to do at school with Chris's plate on it um, and basically just kind of wrote everything on there that is going on in my life right now that I need to be on top of, you know, what, literally from anything, from every single thought that goes through my head, oh, I need to do this when I get to the buy, or this is something I need to get done in the business before I leave, or, you know, this is something that I need to do in the UK, like all the different thoughts and processes and stuff I've been thinking about, I'd put it on paper. And then after I put it on paper, I'd wrote down what are one to two steps that I need to take to actually get those things done. Okay, so we're not just writing down what's actually going on in our heads, we're writing down like maybe one to three steps that you know that if you take those steps, it's going to actually start to solve that issue. Okay, so, so, so simple. So, for example, myself, a big part of what I've had to do to obviously leave the UK has been to sell my car. Okay, pretty obviously. So, I had to really think about, right, where am I going to sell my car? Am I going to sell it privately? Am I going to sell it back to the BMW garage? Um, you know, when am I going to do this? All these different things. And then instantly, when you write these things down and you start to actually put dates on it and understand this is what needs to get done... Like all of a sudden, the, the overwhelm, the stress, it's gone because you've got a game plan in place that you just need to follow, okay? And all these thoughts that go around your head, the millions and millions of thoughts that we have every single day that go around your head, okay, they are just going to clutter your brain. They're going to cause so much overwhelm and stress if you don't get them on paper. So I would, I, I used to be... Um, I used to be against the whole kind of journaling type thing. I thought, oh, this isn't for me. You know, I'm, I'm not that sort of person. But as soon as I started to actually put pen to paper uh, and do these things on a regular basis and spend a couple of evenings, you know, a week or whatever to start really journaling and writing stuff down, it's made an absolute world of difference. So do not underestimate just how important that can be. Um, and on that topic as well, write down to-do lists, okay? Write down your your day the next day write down your schedule for the next day because again this is going to massively reduce stress and overwhelm like i know when i've got a lot on my plate of you know what needs to get done across that week 
if I can actually put pen to paper and create a schedule for that following day, it, the stress completely goes as well. I wake up the next day, I have a game plan, I have intent, um, and I know that I can just tick off those boxes every single day. So do not underestimate the power in terms of writing stuff down, creating lists, creating to-do lists, and just generally writing down all the kind of things that you're actually stressed about, okay? Because in your head, they are not gonna do anything. They're just gonna cause clutter and they're gonna they're gonna cause overwhelm and even more stress. So after you've done, after you've followed those three tips, the next thing you need to try and work out is when is it you actually start to become stressed? Okay, when is it that your stress is at its absolute highest? You need to really try and get clear on that. And typically there's gonna be three times of a day where you're gonna get stressed, typically for, for, for most people we're talking here. So it's either gonna be in the morning, okay? Typically first thing, this could potentially be at lunchtime, you know, when you're working, that could be stress in the day with your job, or in the evening time as well. You know, you could just get, get in the evening, just be you know even more stressed, had a crap day. And again, this is where we start to maybe gravitate towards things like food or alcohol or whatever. So you need to understand when is the stress at its highest, okay? Get very, very, very clear on that. That's the big thing you need to do. And then you need to put in a plan towards the time where the stress is at its highest, okay? So maybe in the morning you're getting up, you're just bouncing off the walls, you've got all the kids to look after, you've got to get ready for work, and it's just a complete, it's just complete chaos, it's mayhem. That leads you to starting your morning in the absolute worst possible way, starting the day terribly, and then you just go in and have a very reactive, probably pretty crap day, okay? And then you just stress throughout the entire day because you've had a crap morning. So what we then need to look at here is, right, so your morning is probably where things aren't working. How can we improve that? How can we deal with that morning, getting you to win the morning so that you can then have a much, much, much better day? So maybe this is you actually spending some time towards yourself in the morning instead of just constantly getting and looking after other people, okay? We can't pour from an empty cup. So often with clients sometimes that potentially are in that situation, Maybe we start looking at a very quick morning routine that they can get in place first so they can recharge, feel better, and then go and serve other people, okay? Lunchtime, maybe it's you're just completely bogged down with work. You know, you've got all these reports to write. You've got so much going on from that perspective. So you think to yourself, I'm so stressed at work. I can't even take a minute away from my laptop. I've got so much to do. If that's your issue, then maybe we need to start looking at, right, how can we deal with, the, how can we deal with stress at lunchtime? Possibly here we can look at going for a walk at lunchtime, going for like sort of regular 20 minute breaks, going for, uh, you know, to get some steps in, going to even walk in to go and get some water from a water fountain, you know, something like that to get you moving again. That's probably a very, very good step that we can put in place to prevent that. So if you are stressed at lunch um, or you're stressed throughout the daytime when you're working, then you need to put something in place towards that. People often think that they can just kind of work throughout an entire day and look at their laptop and be glued to that and get the most done. Guys, all you need to go and do is kind of look, have a look at kind of studies in terms of concentration to actually know that as humans, we cannot concentrate for as long as you think, okay? I know after an hour, if I'm still kind of doing the same task, um, my concentration is going to start to drop massively. So you need to be aware of that. And if you are feeling stressed, you've got loads to do, you're going to be way more productive by actually knowing that you need to go out and get some exercise in and get some fresh air in and then come back to that uh, task afterwards, okay? So if you do get quite stressed in the day, then maybe you need to start taking more regular breaks, you know, going for walks, going to the water fountain, going to the toilet more often, maybe the one that's a bit further away, that's potentially a way it's going to help to deal with your stress a lot as well. You know, going back to that first point I made in terms of getting more steps in, getting more exercise in to release 
dopamine and serotonin, which are typically hormones that are going to make us feel much better. Okay, so that's a big one. And then lastly, that leads us into the evening. So maybe you get super stressed in the evening time. Maybe you just had a crap day at work or, you know, it's draining. You get in um, and you then go and gravitate towards alcohol or crappy food. That's where we need to potentially put a plan in place as well. This is where downtime is super important. So maybe just scheduling some time for yourself in the evening for you to be able to be, you know, okay with actually going and watching some Netflix or, you know, spending some time kind of having the downtime with your partner. Sometimes, typically a lot of people that I work with that are business owners that constantly just feel like they should be working all the time, you know, they struggle to actually switch off and, and that causes even more stress. And I, again, I can talk this back to myself because there's been times where I haven't switched off at, you know, say my cutoff point is normally about eight o'clock. I haven't switched off by eight o'clock. I work up to, you know, later into the evening and I just end up becoming stressed. I wake up the next day, I'm stressed, affects my productivity, my energy levels. So again, we need to really think about the downtime we're going to have you know, the stuff where it's going to be time towards us, that's going to be fun. Um, and in the evening, you know, whatever is that, whatever that might be for you, maybe that's, you know, watching Netflix, maybe that's playing or gaming or whatever, like whatever you enjoy doing, like have some downtime towards yourself in the evening. Maybe that's going to help you deal with stress from that perspective as well. So I think the biggest point I'm trying to make here is identify when you get stressed. When is it that you feel that your stress is at its absolute highest and then try and put a plan in place to mitigate that issue okay if you can do that and stay on top of it chances are that you're probably going to be able to deal with it much better and ultimately get less stressed now i'm not here to tell you that you are never ever going to get stressed in life we just don't know what is around the corner you know i know running a business is extremely stressful and it's something that i absolutely love but at the same time i do go through you know pretty much some form of stress most days and it's not a bad thing to be having at the end of the day stress plus rest is what leads to growth so we have to be stressed sometimes to be able to progress but not if it's getting you know spiraling out of control and starting to dominate our lives and as i said it's then becoming an issue you know towards our fat loss goals or our muscle building goals which trust me it can be if it's not dealt with um, and the last thing that I want to talk about is just maybe a couple of supplements that you might want to consider to help with stress. Now, I wouldn't say these two are essential. Um, I have taken both of them. Uh, there's one that I probably say I'm more of a fan of than the other. Um, but there has been kind of studies to show that they may help with regards to that. So the first one is ashwagandha. Okay, so this is almost like a plant root. So it's essentially just something that's been shown to be able to potentially help with stress and anxiety. And the other one is 5-HDP as well. Now, this potentially is being shown to help with improving your mood. And again, it's shown to help with kind of raising serotonin, which is that hormone that uh, typically leads us to becoming a little bit happier. So they are two supplements that potentially can work. But again, there's not kind of, you know, real sort of firm studies and science to show that they then definitely do help with these sort of things. But I think ashwagandha is one I definitely have tried. And there's a few clients that um, I've also recommended that to as well. that have seen quite positive effects from it. So at the end of the day, supplements are never going to work unless you have all the basics in place. So if you think that just by listening to this podcast, you can go and order some ashwagandha off Amazon, that's going to deal with your stress problems. Absolutely not. You need to tackle things head on. So go back and listen to some of the other points that I made first, like start looking at your day and then potentially the icing on the cake, a couple of supplements that may be able to just give you a little bit of an edge. Um, anyway, guys, that is pretty much all I've got from you today. Okay. So I hope that kind of answers some of your questions in terms of, Chris, I'm stressed. How do I deal with it? Um, it gives you a little bit of value in terms of what to do if you do get stressed. Um, just remember, there is going to be some times where inevitably you are going to go through stress in life because that is just life. But if there are ways that we can kind of deal with it and we can put stuff in place to help, then I'm sure that will definitely help. So 
I hope you take a massive value from this. If you have, I would absolutely love it if you were to put this on your story. Give me a tag. Um, and if you are enjoying the podcast, guys, make sure you are following, you subscribe for future episodes. And I'll catch you in the next one, which most likely will be when I'm actually in Dubai. So that's going to be an interesting episode. Anyway, have an awesome week and I'll catch you soon.